Hey everybody, this is David Christ, uh, former head coach at Blacksburg High School, and this is Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Wow, that that wasn't too bad. It was pretty good. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to hit the... I don't know what you call octaves. Your stride. Yeah, my stride. I should have stuck with that. That's good, (laughs) Coach. Oh, I tell you, man, what a first opening night, uh, opening season games were last night. And, man, I'm telling you what, um, it was crazy out there. Uh, uh, There were so many surprises to me. Yes. uh, In in the... You know, in the games that uh, really, uh, you just never know what you're going to get in high school football. That's part of the fun. Sure. You know, part of the fun is, you know, it's not decided on paper. Right. It's decided on the field. And um, so, and you know, and and we did have some games that kicked off on Thursday. We had like seven games across the state that actually kicked off on Thursday. So, but none in the crunch land. So, but uh, great matchups last night. Uh, let's just say my preseason grade eight is a dumpster fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wanted to get that out in the open before Coach and Jimmy started wailing on me. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it was preseason, you know. We're just guessing. Yeah, right. We're looking at spring and, you know, teams are different or whatever. But um, I tell you what, uh, you got to be careful when you put a top list out there. Cause sure. people coming after you. That's it. You know. <laughs> All right, Captain Crunch here. It's week three of our Crunch Time show, high school football coverage. Today's show, we'll start, um, and we'll start our expansion to two hours. This is our first show yeah. that's actually going to stretch two hours. Uh, mostly football right now, but we'll get into some other sports eventually, some volleyball, golf, maybe even competition cheer. I don't know, you know Jimmy, oh, Jimmy yeah. keeps up with that. Um, so, uh, you know, we got a lot of athletes doing a lot of things, and we're going to try to use this uh, second hour well. Um, but today we're, and, and today we're going to be talking with two coaches, which I love these live conversations. Sure. Uh, so the first one, uh, in the first hour is coach Steven Alexander of North Cross. Okay. Coach Alexander's a great guy, great coach. And, uh, he's a lot of fun. That'll be in the first hour. And then the second hour, you know, it's coach Brad Bradley from Heritage. Yeah. So, you know, he is always fired up. I bet you he's bouncing off the walls <laughs> right now. I bet you he's ready to hit somebody. Oh yeah. Well, that's what he does. I mean, he's just, you know. Yeah. I saw too much of him last night. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know. He's got one gear. It's go. Go. That's go, it. baby. Yes. So, no, we love uh, we love our coaches. And it, uh, that's what one of the things that makes this show so great is we actually you actually hear the coaches talking about, you know, what's important to them and answering some questions we have for them. So stick around. You don't want to miss, uh, you know, the second hour of our show today. Um, but anyway, you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school Football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Good to be back here in the cockpit uh, at WPLY. There's, you know, again, uh, a lot going on uh, in the studio with me today. It's a full boat. I mean, we have been, you know, missing, uh, you know, one of our team members. Uh, he's back with us. Uh, dude, north, directly north of me is Coach Randy Leftwich. I don't know if it's really north. 
but I'm well, pointing that it's way. Close, it's the closest it, you can get. You know. <laughs> it's my compass. Yes. Uh, you know, so I'm calling it directly north, Katrina right. Lefwich. And then we got this new guy in the studio, mm. Mr. B. Uncommon, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of Crunch MVP. Again, for great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the New River Valley, crunchmvp.com. You got to check it out. Guys, how's it going? Well, let me just say, I'm glad that Jimmy could uh, take a minute to join us this <laughs> oh, morning. Here we go. Here we go. Here <laughs> comes you, the hammer. You've been on vacation a couple weeks. Yeah, and, and, and let, me, let me clear the air just <laughs> okay. a little. Uh, okay. Being on vacation, I also still listen to the show because, you know, awesome. it's, yeah, I'm, part I'm, of I'm, I'm part of the team, and even though I wasn't here, so... <laughs> But I do want to clear the air about some things that uh, wow, uh, Coach, uh, Coach threw out. And it just, he made some comments, which were all in jest. Right. And of course, I'm not so sure I found them very funny, but they were in jest. <laughs> but uh, Coach made some comments that I was out vacationing at my multiple homes and that I was traveling around in air jet. And I told Coach when I got back, I said, Coach, let me be clear about something. Uh, you know, being a photographer, which is what I am now. Right. Uh, it doesn't allow for any of those things that you make comments to. But but I did want to say, you know, it, it it was it was weird watching you all and not being here. So I am glad yeah. to be back here and uh, had a sure. nice time in Maine. And it's the first time that I've ever taken two weeks. And uh, okay. and I was able to do it uh, mainly because of you know great folks you know buying my photos and using yeah. my services. So it's great to be back here with you guys so that I can keep things more in check about what's Whoa. said. Right. But in all fairness, this <laughs> yes. trip had been planned for a while. And oh, yeah. And it was actually were... a COVID trip that yes. got can canceled, and so it carried over. So Yeah, we knew anyway. you were, we yeah. were going to take this trip. Yeah, thank you, Coach. There we go. <laughs> all I got to say is I'm glad we got this second hour, because if we're going <laughs> <Yeah. have> to <laughs> have to dispel what each other says, we're gonna, we may need three hours. We're in trouble. Uh, all right. So first, uh, you know, as always, I want to thank our sponsors. Yes. Uh, we got a lot of great sponsors here for Crunch Time. The only way it happens is with these guys that really believe in our young people in the area. And they have great businesses. If you want to help us and keep us going and keep us expanding, talking about our young people uh, in, in this region, uh, please support our sponsors. Um, the first one, Haley Toyota, uh, Chuck Baker, great guy, involved in everything. I mean, if, I, if, if you're starting to look for a car, you need a vehicle, you got to start with Chuck. Yeah. I mean, he's the local guy. That's it. So, uh, love that. Uh, U.S. Cellular, uh, yep. we got the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline now, and those fine folks are uh, fantastic. And, you know, there's 17 different retail uh, shops nice. that are with us in the three areas, Lynchburg, Roanoke, and the New River Valley, and they will all have the Crunch starting next week. Okay. If you want the free Crunch, the, the pamphlet, uh, the weekly flyer, go to U.S. Cellular. Yeah. Go in there and get it and check out U.S. Cellular and tell them you're there for the crunch. And and uh, great company, just a great brand. We really appreciate them. The Dogwood. Always. I, you know, mm. it's I hear it. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy did what I'm thinking. I mean, I get hungry when I hear the Dogwood. I used to think of a tree. Now I think of food when I hear Dogwood. How are we not? Now, we're two hours now. Yeah. How are we not having food? Sent oh, in to us. I I don't know. We Gosh, need to we need I to ask. talk to somebody. We you need know. To, we need to create a committee. Yes. I got there's <laughs> three people in the room. A committee of three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pittman Construction. Walt and uh, Walt Derry and all the guys do a great job. You talk about somebody who's involved in uh, high school athletics. Yeah. And has been for a long time. He believes in our communities. The Marius Group. Uh, you know those guys over there. Uh, Stuart. Stuart Barnes and Jay Harlow, just fantastic people. And the whole crew over there, they got a great crew. 
um, really financial advice and, and investment. They're the guys that uh, you need to go to at the Marius Group here locally. Uh, Custard Stand Chili. Yes. Man, I'm telling you what. If you haven't tried this, every time somebody tries it, they're like, that's the, that's the best I've had. Yeah. That's the best store-bought chili I've had. It may be the best chili. Yeah, it's good with anything. Hey, and I, I, think, uh, I think my brother Tommy tried one of those hot dogs at Hidden Valley last yeah. night. Uh, so, you know, it had the Custard Sand Chili on it there. So, yeah, he, yeah. he gave it a thumbs up. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Tommy, if Tommy says it's good. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Still of uh, approval. There's a testament, testimony right there. Mama D's, uh, the the two Deanna's over at Mama D's, the barbershop. Man, what a... Yeah. I'm telling you, they're right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. That's where I get my hair cut. Coach yeah. gets his hair cut there. Jimmy has gotten his hair cut there. I mean, if you mention Crunch, you get a free shampoo. Yeah, you do. I mean, I you know... Uh, it's a, it's a great deal and they're, they're great ladies. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, love sending people to them. Uh, Thomas Muff, Thomas's muffins and Heiner's bread. Those, those folks, uh, do a great job. Uh, you can find those at your local store, all those products, uh, Bellasinos. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's the, the Jimmy thing sponsor right there. And, and Mike Fortner and, and, and all the Fortners just do a great job, uh, you know, supporting, Again, the kids in the area and uh, support them. Go in there. That's great. I mean, that grinder. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's good stuff. That's good eating. That turkey grinder's mine. There you go. Good <laughs> that's good stuff. Salem Civic Center, so thankful to have them with us. Um, they always have great events over there, and we'll keep talking about them. Um, we'll tell you what's going on there a little later in the show, but uh, just good people over there. And Muneris, Berman Clark, our buddy over there, again, joined us for radio this year. Uh, fine man, does a great job. So thanks to all you fine folks out there. And thanks to the fine folks out there for listening uh, or maybe watching on Facebook Live if you're a glutton for punishment. I mean, Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we got faces for radio in here, but uh, we have a good time and, and we hope you'll have a good time with us. Uh, but we wouldn't have the show without you. All right, guys, back in the Saturday, let's circle yes. the campfire. We've got games to talk about now. Sure. Saturday morning, quarterback, and, you know, uh, we, we had uh, crunch teams at, at crunch teams our groups at four different games of note last night. Uh, Martinsburg, Salem, I was there with Phil Myron. Shoot, he was on the camera. Right. Uh, Galax and Glenver, Mike the Machine Dermont was there with Dave Anderson. Uh, Hidden Valley Cave Spring, we had Team Whitaker over there, Jimmy and Graham, his yeah. son Graham with him. And William Campbell and Stanton River, TJ Whitten and Josiah Elmore. There you uh, go. How about Josiah? You, yeah. know, you know him from Greg Roberts. And then Coach Randy. I mean, Coach Randy is... I'm everywhere. You know, he's everywhere. That's it. I mean, people want to know, why, how can Coach be everywhere? I mean, he's just good. I signed over 600 autographs last night. That's <laughs> it. I'm everywhere. You know. If they were checks. <laughs> no. <laughs> if they were, they're bouncing this morning. <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> All right, Coach. So what's on your mind? What what game or games caught your eye? Let's, let's talk about them quickly, and then we'll get yeah. into them a little well, bit. Well, let's talk about everything in general first. Okay. Because what we saw really last night, we saw a lot of young team. We saw a lot of youth and a couple teams here. You know, it's amazing just going from basically, what, five months. Yeah. How a team can just become extremely different. And you watch teams that had so much leadership. Well, now this leadership is gone. Graduated. They graduated. And now you've got these teams that are just so young. Uh, that was the thing I saw last night. I saw teams that right now, if we had to go into the playoffs, you're looking at teams going, that's a playoff team. Right. But then you saw those teams, you're sitting there going, wow, they've got a lot to work on. Right. And, you know, you saw some of the jitters, saw a lot of penalties last night. I'm talking this mm. was, 
And it was so funny because at the William Fleming game, I watched a coach come out, and they got a penalty for being offside. And the coach is literally on the field showing the wide receiver how to stand. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things of going, okay, this is the youth that we're seeing. Right. This is what we're going to deal with for a little while. But I saw a lot of good, and let me tell you, that's Seminole District. Let me tell you. Uh-oh. They scare me. Uh-oh. They scare me to death. Scare that, in a good way, right? In a good way. Because I got a feeling that there's going to be a state champion out of that Seminole District. Because, boy, they look good. Like, you know, it is week goes. three and yeah. coaches <laughs> off the rails, <laughs> week man. Three, first he's week already, of play, now, yeah. He hasn't named a team I haven't named a team yet. But he's named a district. But but that Seminole District looked really good last night. So nice. I'm, nice. Just, I'm just throwing it out I there. like it. I like it. Yeah. All right, Jim Bob. Well, we, we had coaches coming on the field last night, too. Yeah. Uh, but for a different reason. They were coming out to ask how much time was left. <laughs> oh, okay. wow. The scoreboard was out. Uh, right. So it was made for an interesting, you know, first game. And my son Graham and I were at the um, Hidden Valley Cave Spring game. You know, is everything you wanted? Uh, it, was, it, was a little, it was a little different, though, just from the standpoint of, uh, seeing it as the first game as opposed to being the last game. That's right. right. And so I had to, you know, get my mind around that because I was thinking, man, this season has really went fast, but <laughs> yeah. it's really just starting. You know, starting. Let but, me interrupt you for a second. Yeah. But what's interesting is the result is similar. Yes. Tight game. It was right. a two-point yeah. game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, and, and I'll talk about it more, but, I mean, the, the thing I loved was uh, the stands were packed. Nice. I mean, on both yeah. sides. Yeah, and it was a uh, it was a toga night for Hidden Valley, and yeah. it was a blackout for you know Cave Spring. Okay, so it was. Uh, so how it, did you dress? Uh, did you go with the toga or the I, blackout? I, I chose the toga. A black thanks toga. to a a black, black toga. toga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Coach. Nobody wants to see me in a toga. I can tell you that. But um, it was just a great, great you know first night, and um, you know it was, it was a great game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, again, good comments. Uh, we, we got a great show today. What we're going to do is, um, uh, you know, we've got coming up our U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. We'll have uh, uh, Coach Alexander from North Cross here coming up in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to do that. We've got some interviews with coaches. I love these two. So, I, you know, I travel a little bit during the week. I went down and, and talked to uh, uh, Christiansburg coach Alex Wilkins. Right. Uh, great man. And, and that was a lot of fun. And then I came back to, to Bird. And uh, Brad Lutz, the coach over there, again, passionate guy. Uh, so we've got little segments of, of, of talks with them. That's coming up. Uh, so we want you to really hear the coaches and what they've got to say. Uh, they've got some really interesting stories. Um, but before we go to break, I just want to remind everybody, you know, we're up to 38 teams now. Right. I mean, our goal is to conquer the world. But sure. we, we want to start with Southwest Virginia. And when I say conquer, I mean, uh, we just want to connect with you know, as many high schools as we can, as many teams as we can, and just uh, love on those kids because they're working their butts off and they love what they do, and we love watching them. And um, but you know, we got 38 teams now. Crunch will Crunch Time Radio will run through basketball and wrestling yeah. this year. So you know, stay with us after football. We're going to stay with these guys and uh, our new Crunch uh, online, our new websites uh, going to be up and running here soon. CrunchHSSports.com. Jimmy's got his fingers crossed over there. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's no, uh, it's no easy doing. You can do a simple web page, but uh, we don't do simple at Crunch. No, <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, we're always, 
we're always building uh, building deep and building big. So, uh, but that'll be, uh, we'll let you know when that thing's up and running. You're going to love that. And uh, so anyways, when we come back from uh, the break, we're going to talk to coach, um, uh, North Cross coach, Stephen Alexander. And then after that, we're going to uh, talk about these games this, uh, this Friday. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Roanoke, Beach Blast has been extended through August. Beach Blast only happens once a year. Due to inventory shortages, we've decided to continue this sale for another month. Everything will be on sale during this event. With rates as low as 0% APR and rebates up to $2,500, the deals have never been better. Plus, coming off a record month in July, we have a great selection of local trades, many under $10,000. Beach Blast has been extended, so come take advantage of our biggest sale of the year. And remember, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. 
make an appointment on Facebook, or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch for this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Bramerton. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. October 15th is the annual open enrollment period for Medicare. If you're looking for local expertise on the right Medicare coverage for you, give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Bellasinos caters. Whether it's for the office or family, business or pleasure, Bellasinos can turn any occasion into an event to remember. Party platters, fresh garden salads, wings, nachos, pizza, pasta, drinks, desserts, and much more. Bellasinos has it hot, fresh, and ready for your gathering. So when you need catering done just right, call Bellasinos. Locations in Roanoke and Botetot. That's Bellasinos, pizza grinders, and catering. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. Hey, Coach Alexander, how are you today? Can you hear me, Coach? All right, we're going to try to get Coach here. Coach, can you hear us? I know he's on that other side. We just got to... Coach, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, you Coach go. Alexander. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? All right. Doing all right. Uh, got home from uh, Suffolk. Uh, we got back here to road about 2.30 a.m. last night. So wow. Late one. Wow. So we're uh, wiping the freak out of our eyes and... Get ready to watch the film. <laughs> I tell you what, you travel more than anybody else around here. That's for sure. That's that's kind of the uh, the, the nature of the, the private school situation. You know, we, we've added a couple of local public schools to our schedule, which is great. But um, to play the, the division opponents, you know, in our state, we, we do have to travel quite a bit. Yep. All right, so uh, this is the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. We've got North Cross coach Stephen Alexander on the line. Coach, first I want to ask you, I've been asking all the coaches that call in, since last year was such a crazy year with COVID and everything, you guys actually were the only team around here pretty much that played in the fall. There were a few others, but you were the, you were the big crunch team that played around here in the fall. And I'm telling you what, that was the best area team that flew under the radar last year for you. I mean, that was a fantastic North Cross team, and it was such a shame that they didn't get a chance to try to win a state championship because, I mean, they beat some good teams in the games that we saw. Can you, before we go any further, can you just talk about that team last year? I mean, there was some real talent out there. Yeah, you know, it was difficult for a lot of schools, uh, a, lot, a lot of programs that, that felt like they had a great opportunity to, to field a good team and then to see it kind of dwindle away. Uh, for us, you know, obviously it was a short fall season for the public schools, but, you know, a, a, a shortened spring season. Yep. Um, you know, we, we, we did feel, we had a very small team last year. We, we were, we were thin and I, I think COVID maybe had a, had a little bit to do with that, but, uh, we were as talented at kind of at the top end as, as we've ever been. Um, 
you know, we came off a, a, a 2019 season, which ended in a championship for us. And then we returned some really good seniors uh, to the 2020 team. Our linebacking core was, was phenomenal. You know, we had obviously it was headlined by James Jackson, who's going to be suiting up for Virginia, wearing number 30 uh, as an outside linebacker. Yep. And he was a really special player on both sides of the ball for us. But, you know, Michael Mack, who's at Navy, uh, was on the other side. And then Connor Lang, um, you know, who's our quarterback now, uh, is, is a tremendous athlete. He, he did a great job in the middle. So uh, defensively, we were, we were very stout. Um, and we didn't give up a lot of points in our four games. Um, you know, and then we had a great quarterback, you know, uh, Gabe Zappi was a three-year starter. He would have broken a lot of school records if he would have had, uh, you know, opportunity to play another full year. Um, and he was at his absolute best last year. Uh, he really improved from junior to senior year. Unfortunately, you know, he only got to play, uh, four games. Um, Carlton Ward, um, was, uh, moved into a running back role. He also was a key player on defense as well. So Big year uh, for these him. guys were, these guys were, were, you know, program guys, guys that have been around for a while and guys that, that really worked hard to, to have a great senior year. And they did. It just it wasn't in the traditional, you know, season. And we didn't get a chance to compete for a championship. Yeah. Uh, and I, I tell you, we watched you play. Uh, we covered you. We, we stayed right with you in the, you know, four or five games that you got to play. And we watched you beat a Fork Union team twice that I thought was really good. And that game uh, down there, where uh, at Fork Union, we went down there, and that was that was a great game. I mean that that game right there was a lot of fun. Uh, and that, and you guys had was, to come back. I mean it was it was nipping. That was, a, that was a great great win for the program. We, we went down. We, we only had nineteen guys to begin with. Yep. And we and we we uh, one of my seniors um, had back spasms and warm up, so we were down to eighteen. The field was an absolute mess. Um, mm. First, first pass attempt of the game, it flipped out of the quarterback's hands behind him, and, and they kick it up and scoop, scoop it for a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah. So it was just not not the conditions for a spread advantage at all. Um, but again, it was our defense. Our defense held us in the game. We could not score. The, the field was sloppy. We couldn't get going offensively. Our defense held it. Held us. You know, they kept us in the game. Held them close. And then at the end, we got a couple, you know, uh, opportunities to score, and and the guys hung on. And I, the players' credit, I thought maybe it just wasn't our day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with with the size of the rosters he had, and um, you know, the, the conditions of the of the field, I just thought maybe it wasn't wasn't our day for North Cross. But those kids kept believing, kept fighting. Um, and we still talk about it. the guys in the program right now that were there last year. They talked about that, and it was kind of a turning point because we had some new kids. I think they got to see firsthand kind of like what, what, um, you know, what, how we do things and how, you know, North Cross, because of our school size, we sometimes just have to line up with a, with a huge discrepancy in roster size. Yep. And, and, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on kids, puts a lot of pressure on the coaches, but it's just what we have to do. And so, um, and it was a big win in that regard, kind of, kind of for the new guys, help them understand, Sometimes we've got to go through this, and uh, you know we'll be back there at some point. It's just it's just the way it goes. Yep. Yeah, and coach, hey, it's Jimmy Whitaker. Uh, I remember being at that game. They also, if I recall, you all both were honored during that game. Is that, isn't that correct? I know you probably yeah, don't want uh, to talk about being honored, but but you were. <laughs> The big honor was Coach Taylor. Uh, yeah. Taylor yeah. was a, um, a postgraduate player at Fort Union, and uh, obviously had a tremendous career at 
Virginia and then the NFL. Uh, I was actually a 14 cadet as well. My, my father was an employee there. I was an eighth and ninth grade student. Uh, I got a lot of great memories of 14 as a kid. Uh, it was a cool place to be because I love football, and 14 is all about football. So yeah. uh, I got to be in the weight room and the training room and be around the coach graduates and the varsity players, and it was it was a cool cool experience for me. So a lot of fun memories, and I, I really respect the school a lot. They, they do a, a great job with the, um, the kids they get, and, and, and more than just football, they just they're just a great institution uh, to help uh, gr- you know grow young men. Yeah, and we're and we're lucky we've got it. Uh... That and Hargrave here in Virginia. I mean, we we got some great uh, players that have gone through there. Okay, let's go. I want to talk about this year's team, though. Um, certainly, uh, you guys got off to a big win last night. And uh, again, uh, you know, I, I was over at your practice the other day. You got some you got some athletes running around out there. So, what, what's your expectation for this year? I think this year, you know, we, we do have a lot of uh, guys in new roles. Uh, I just mentioned Connor Lang from last year's team in the middle linebacker. Now he's now our starting quarterback. We tried to move him off defensive defense side of the field. He's always quite quite a good defensive player. Um, you know, he had a great game last night. Um, Connor's a, a, a big athlete. He's about six two two hundred. He's mobile. He keeps the plays alive. Uh, if you see our, see our film from last night, you know a lot of the plays break down, and he extends it with his feet and is able to make a throw or a run downfield. Um, that's a that's something we haven't had in a little while. So that's that's an exciting piece of the offensive puzzle for us. Um, you know, Cam Johnson had a great game last night with two touchdowns as a running back. He he, he was a freshman last year and he played in reserve role on offense. Now he's, he's a guy and uh, he trained really hard for this and he he, he looks he looks ready for the for the task. Um, but really, I think the story again is, is the defensive side of the ball. You know, we, we played against George Petaway last night, who's a top hundred player in the nation, running back for the Indiana Sub Academy, and held him under sixty yards rushing. And Coach Taylor uh, deserves a ton of credit. Um, he had a great defensive scheme. We have, um, we, 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 you know, we have a probably a, uh, no superstars on defense, but we have just a, such a uh, solid, you know, first group. Um, where we don't really have uh, any. Very holes or weaknesses. Um, you know, we, we don't have the, the, the James Jackson a superstar, but right. we do have uh, a very solid unit and very coachable unit. Uh, they, they executed uh, a truly uh, a um, masterclass defensive performance last night, and I was I, I was surprised. And I've, I've watched these guys since August second, and it was yeah. it was really fun to watch. That's great. Well, Coach Taylor does a good job. You got a lot of great coaches over there. They work hard. I know you'll agree with that. Hey, uh, last yes, question, sir. real quick. So you've got a couple uh, teams on your schedule that are public schools. You got Eastmont coming up, and then Giles. You know, Giles got a big win over Blacksburg last night. That might be some a game that people can circle on their uh, on their calendars to see uh, North Cross and Giles square off later in the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, I love, like I said, I love I love getting some local schools on schedule because that means you have to drive to the beach, um, and I, I don't like driving to the beach necessarily, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be great classic style, you know, uh, down with such tremendous tradition, uh, you know, and what they do and with their program and what they run offensively. And then you're going to have, you know, what we've done with, with running spread and, and, uh, it's going to be a, an interesting, uh, clash. Um, you know, also it's, it's fun for our guys to, to get an atmosphere like that where, you know, they've got a great atmosphere on Friday night and, now, our guys will love being a part of that as well. It's a good opportunity. You know, but in private school, you get limited opportunities 
to have uh, have those sure. Friday night, you know, public public school contests where where the whole town's out to watch the game. So yeah. I'm excited, and, and I think it'll be a it'll be a good matchup. Folks, he's North Cross coach Stephen Alexander, and coach, we really appreciate your time, especially since you didn't get any sleep last night. So uh, hopefully, you can catch a few winks, and and thanks for coming on Crunch Time. No, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. All right, have a good day. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Hey, Roanoke, Beach Blast has been extended through August. Beach Blast only happens once a year. Due to inventory shortages, we've decided to continue this sale for another month. Everything will be on sale during this event. With rates as low as 0% APR and rebates up to $2,500, the deals have never been better. Plus, coming off a record month in July, we have a great selection of local trades, many under $10,000. Beach Blast has been extended, so come take advantage of our biggest sale of the year. And remember, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. October 15th is the annual open enrollment period for Medicare. If you're looking for local expertise on the right Medicare coverage for you, give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at munarisbenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. 
Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch for this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. Bellasinos caters. Whether it's for the office or family, business or pleasure, Bellasinos can turn any occasion into an event to remember. Party platters, fresh garden salads, wings, nachos, pizza, pasta, drinks, desserts, and much more. Bellasinos has it hot, fresh, and ready for your gathering. So when you need catering done just right, call Bellasinos. Locations in Roanoke and Botetot. That's Bellasinos, pizza grinders, and catering. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. I'm telling you what, man, we're having a good time on this show. Coach Alexander, was was he not good, guys? Good. Yeah, especially the trip that he just had <laughs> no. to come back. And I've been on those trips. <laughs> That's a nightmare. And that is one thing I can say about, you know, being in the independent side of yeah. playing football. Yeah. Everybody's on the coast. So you have to get in a bus, drive four hours, play a game, and then you're back. And sometimes it's, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, they tell me, Coach, I'm not back. sure if this is right. I just want to – they tell me that the trip's a lot quicker when you win. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's just when a, you lose, it's a nightmare. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it is quicker. All right, so I want to talk about uh, the Dogwood Restaurant. My my good friends over uh, at the Dogwood. I tell you, those guys are fantastic. You know, we even talked about Jimmy's favorites. I think last week, and Jimmy wasn't even here. Mm. I know, uh, but you know, they have lunch or whatever ready for Jim. When Jimmy delivers, I mean, he doesn't even have to order. Right. Just give him the look. Just give yeah. him. The, I. You don't even. You're not even there yet, and they're they're preparing it. Isn't so. it ready? So, anyways, uh, we love the uh, the dogwood. Uh, those guys do a fantastic job. And again, every time I talk about them, I get hungry. Uh, best burgers in town, I yes. think. Oh yes. Um, I yeah. cannot. I I am not a guy who can try a lot of stuff because once I find something I really like, I'm stuck. Well, no, no, you have to try everything because <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. Go in. Wow. You know, in one, one setting. Coach? No, no, no. Oh. One day eat something. Okay. Next day, eat something. Next hard. day, eat something. You know, next day, it's hard, you know. But, you know, Jimmy, how many times a week are you in there? Well, you know, I will be in there more Yes, with the crunch starting back. So, yeah. I, I heard I, their sales dipped a little bit when he was gone to I Maine. Think, exactly. I think so. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we, you guys want to hear about the games. We want to talk about the games that we saw. We can't talk about all of them, but we, we do want to talk about uh, certainly some highlights of the games we were at. But first of all, Jimmy's going to run down the scores last night. So, Jimmy, take it away. All right, here we go. So, having just spoke to Coach Alexander, we got uh, North Cross 31, Nansma Suffolk 6, Holston 38, East Montgomery 0, Raw Retreat 12, Fort Chiswell 7, Bland 8, Craig County 6, Narrows 26, Auburn 0, uh, Lunenburg Central 41, Alta Vista 13, Radford 35, George With 6, Buffalo Gap 30, James River 7, 
Glenver 28, Galax 14, Hidden Valley 14, Cave Spring 12, Stanton River 48, William Campbell 16, Liberty Christian Academy 60, Magna Vista 14, Rustburg 53, Monticello 13, Gretna 12, Jefferson Forest 9, EC Glass 41, Lord Botetot 30, Pulaski County 20, Northside 17, Giles 28, Blacksburg 21, Brookville 35, Patrick Henry 15, Heritage 33, William Fleming 18, Bassett 42, Franklin County 25, and then rounding out Martinsburg 35, Salem 21. Yeah, I tell you, um, you know, there's some surprises in there. And then I do want to mention Carroll County and Patrick County, uh, their game was postponed or canceled because of COVID. Uh, Patrick County had an outbreak, so uh, Carroll County didn't play this week. Um, and then Amherst County was idle yes. uh, for the first week. But uh, really some 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 games that really stand out. I mean, uh, uh, it, you know, uh, certainly uh, surprising to all of us here that uh, that EC Glass put it on Botetot like that, jumped out to a big lead, and then... Uh, ended up winning forty-one to thirty, uh, but again, you know, you, you're changing over. You got new kids in there. You got uh, new leadership, and uh, that was a big win. Uh, certainly, Gretna eking by Jefferson Forest twelve to nine. Uh, Pulaski County over Northside by three. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and, you know, that's a always an interesting game. How about Rustburg putting it on Monticello? Like Can that? you say Bert Torrance? Nice. Bert Torrance is the coach over at yes. Rustburg now. Oh yeah. And uh, we know Bert he's back. Torrance. He's back. <laughs> he's back. He's back. Have you seen his beard? No. I mean, he's dragging on the ground. <laughs> no. I didn't know if it was, yeah, I thought it might have been something else, but yeah, it is a beard. Yeah. I mean, okay. it, yeah, it's serious. He looks like, uh, was Doug ZZ Dynasty. Top? Doug Dynasty, one of those guys. Well, you know. or ZZ Top or all something. Right. I mean, oh, nice. uh, it's a good look. But, yeah. uh, but anyways, all right, let's talk about the game. So, Coach, what? Uh, let's start with you. What, what caught your eye? Well, you know, one of the things that – one of the teams that I really follow around here is Salem Spartans. Yeah. And with this game with Martinsburg, this was something that really, you know, this is a tough game to schedule as your very first game for the year. Mm. But, boy, you want to talk about a measuring stick. This really tells you where you're at. Yeah. And, you know, Martinsburg came out. They got the first 12 points of the game. And then you're sitting there and you're watching Salem and – one of the things that always stick with sticks with me is Coach Holter sitting there going, everybody always tells you how good the team playing them are. But at the end of the day, Salem's really good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we forget that sometimes. This is a state champion that we've got here. They're really good. I don't think I've ever forgotten that Salem's good. You know, though, but no, to be honest with you. Know, but I, yeah. I think sometimes we don't give them enough credit for being, you know, state champions. Yeah. Right. We, because they are, and we have, we've got other teams in the area that, you know, you you focus on a lot sometimes, and you kind of, Salem just keeps winning. And yeah. sometimes winning, you know, you just forget how good they are. Yeah. And watching this game last night, when you, when you take that first quarter away, this was a, what, this, you know, Salem only lost this game by a point, two points, I think it was. What, last night? Yeah, if you no. take that first quarter oh, away. Take the first quarter yeah, away. if you take that first quarter away, Salem hung with these guys for three quarters. Well, let me so let me okay. interrupt you. That was the game that I was at. Yeah. It started off and uh, you know, there were some turnovers early on. Right. And uh, you know, uh, Martinsburg went up seven nothing. Salem yep. came back and tied it seven to seven. And right. it was all it was a fourteen seven this was the big turning point. Okay. It was fourteen to seven Martinsburg. And Salem drove it to the two-yard line, had it first and right. goal on the two or the three, 
And Martinsburg held them out of the end zone. I mean, you you were getting Cam Lefwich up the middle because uh, that's how Salem rolls. Yes. And Martinsburg did a good job of keeping them out. So it could have been, and Holter said afterwards, it could have been a 14-14 game at halftime with Salem getting the ball in the third quarter. Right. And they just didn't get that. And he goes, hey, there was not a linebacker blitzing in the A-gap. Nope. He goes, if you can't move somebody two yards and get that score, then you don't deserve it. And right. that's how Coach Holter mm. rolls. Sure. And that and that's the thing, is Salem is going to be fine this year. You can see that already. This is a team who's ready to go. This is this is a playoff caliber team. Absolutely. And we see it already. We yeah. know this. And so I, I'm really impressed with Salem last night. I thought it was a good game for Salem and you know, thirty five twenty one at the end there, but trust me, Salem was in this ball game. Well, let me let me say too that there was a lot there's a lot of mutual respect there. When I talked to um I talked to Coach Holter after the game, he said, Hey, you know, of course, he's always been, you know, we don't shy away from competition. No. We, we you know, we, and that, and Martinsburg, West Virginia, if you don't know, they've won, I don't know, eight, eight titles in the last, you know, 10 years over in West Virginia. And it's really a bedroom community of D.C. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they can get on the train. A lot of those people work in D.C. and the, you know, cost of living and everything. So, I mean, they've got plenty of people there, plenty of talent, and uh, they just do a good job. But they, these two programs are, they mirror each other. They're, the culture is football. Uh, the community believes in, in high school football. They love it. They travel well. I mean, it was packed on Salem side, but I'm telling you, there were it, there weren't a lot of seats left over on the Martinsburg side either. And that's three hours. And and the coach there um, told me, which was funny. He said, uh, "This is our shortest trip away right. trip, sure." And it was three hours. So they packed they, it. Yeah. The well, fans, and, yeah. well, and yeah, exactly. And they play Highland Springs here in Richmond, and that's three and a half hours for them. Right. They go down to Spring Valley, which is six, and then they're going over to Ohio to play Riverside near Canton, and that's like seven. So they're used to being on the road when they go on the road. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Salem's okay right now. All right. So, Jimmy, jump into your game. I think that's a, that was an interesting one. Uh, yeah. The uh, the Hidden Valley Cave game, you know, um, it, it, it was uh, two teams that, you know, really did things differently. Uh, huh. Hidden Valley re, re, relied on the pass, and you know Cave stuck with the run. And in this scenario, you know the the passing game was was certainly on. Uh, it was it was an exciting game to see. For, for me, you know, being at a football game when when it, there's more than just running, right? It, it's exciting, especially you know to photograph. So, um, but we had um, a couple of great touchdowns by uh, the senior Braxton Dunning. With uh, great throws from Sam Dragovich. There you go. And, Hidden uh, Valley, right? Yeah, correct. Yep. So Hidden Valley, um, uh, Sam Dragovich hit uh, Dunning for a couple of TDs, you know, both of them in the 70 yard range. So uh, that was nice. Uh, I already commented earlier about it being a packed stadium. And, uh, you know, that, you know, I, I've spoken of this several times that it's, it's, it, you almost forgot what it was like to be at a football game when, you know, everybody's excited to be there, and, and it was just so. It was a a great atmosphere. Well, uh, I would also mention to you that uh, you know Landon Altizer, who had a great game last year in their win over Hidden Valley, Cave Spring. That's correct. Yeah, Carl's that's good, and I'm still <laughs> still getting my uh, that that down. But yeah, Landon Altizer, uh, he got him on the board first. Uh, he scored on a, a 40 yard run in the third quarter. And, and then, you know, the thing that I've heard both of you all say all the time is that 
that extra point can come back to haunt you. In and, high school football, yes. it's Yeah, and, and, and it did because uh, – and I, I was right underneath the goalpost when the kick went up, and I'm telling you, he missed it, you know, inches to the right. Oh. I mean, it was that close because right. I was right underneath looking. And uh, so, you know, Hidden Valley went up uh, 7-6, and then, you know, they came back and uh, they hit Dunning again for a, for another touchdown. So that, that puts them up 14-6. to and so, you you know, it's the same scenario we see every year with Cave Spring, Hidden Valley, where it looks like, you know, maybe Cave's down, but nope, Cave comes storming back. Um, Bryce Cooper ended up, you know, uh, coming in as quarterback, um, and he came in and uh, ended up scoring a touchdown. And, of course, uh, that puts them to where they're two points away. And, you know, you you see the two fingers go up on the sidelines. Absolutely. So you, so you know they're going for the extra uh, two points. but. Uh, a bad, you know, an exchange there where a fumble happened. Mm. So we wouldn't, you know, we don't know if they would have got in or not. Yeah, but uh, No, Coach Leftwich said they thought it was a delay of game. That's correct. Then they fumbled the snap. Uh, he said it was just a mess out there. He said they were waiting for the did. call <laughs> for that delay of game call uh, to come. It never came. And yep. so he's just oh, wow. standing there and the it's a fumble and next thing, you know. But let's give it to the Titans. background yeah, yeah you might. i think i did you know, you know, i heard weaver's voice look at uh, that. but big call out to the titans it was yeah, a good game I cave agree. spring did extremely well last night oh yeah yeah so, yeah that's coach Lafwich's first uh you first go as the head man at cave spring so uh you know very uh bright future for them uh he's gonna and what a rival now we got you know weaver and Lefwich banging heads as, exactly. a, as a rivalry there so uh, yeah. again a close game hey another good one Glenver over Galax we thought this would be a good one yes. uh, Mike the Machine Dermont and Dave Anderson were over covering that game did you have stats on that game Jimmy I think I do here let me I mean, let me let me take a quick look yeah here. that game uh, it, it, you know it, it uh, actually I think Galax jumped on him first and then Glenver came back but uh, coach Clifford does does a fantastic job with the Highlanders. Yeah, the... some of the some of the stats that we got back from it and again from Mike the Machine Dermont but uh uh you know obviously the score ended up being Glenver 28 uh, 14 over Galax. Uh Glenver quarterback Aiden Walk threw four TD passes, uh two to Jackson Swanson who caught seven passes for 136 yards and two to Dagan Williams who caught six passes for 89 yards. Uh, Galax held Glimber to only 14 yards rushing, so you can see they were in the air as well yeah. for, you know, like I talked about, Hidden Valley. Uh, some stats quickly on Galax. Uh, quarterback number nine, Ian Ashworth, had 14 rushes for 96 yards and a 32-yard TD run on their first drive. And then he went 11 for 19 for 160 yards passing and threw a 29-yard TD to uh, wide receiver Eric Bagley who, uh, as Mr. Dermont notes, is also a basketball standout with Gaylock. How about so, that? There you go. So thanks for that uh, Thanks for that catch up there, Mike. Yeah, good job. And Dave Anderson, who was there photographing. Dave Road Trip Anderson, we call him. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah those guys do a good job. Hey, I just one more thing. I mean, we, we can't cover everything, but I do want to call out Coach's point about the Seminole District earlier. Um, you know, Brookville beat PH 35-15, to which is a big win. LCA. 
everybody's got their eye on LCA, 60 to 14 over Magna Vista. So that's, you know, Brookville and LCA may be the top there. You got Heritage 33 to 18 over over uh, William Fleming. You had Liberty uh, beating William Byrd uh, in, a, in a good game. Uh, you know, Jefferson Forrest lost, but then you had EC Glass beating uh, Lord Botetot. Mm. Uh, Rustburg right. putting it on Monticello. Amherst was off, but so coach makes a good point. Keep your eye on the Seminole district. I mean, they took no prisoners. Exactly. Well, you know, in one of the games that I think everybody was really waiting on was this EC glass Lord Botetot game. Mm. That was the game that I think everybody kind of focused on to see where EC glass was to see where Lord Botetot was. And you know, one of the things that gets me down at city stadium and I like City Stadium. It's it's a good setting. <laughs> but every time EC Glass gets that ball within, you know, the red zone. Yeah. That's all you oh, hear. that's right. Yeah. I'm talking the death the bells. bells start going. <laughs> and this young man, they've got his quarterback down there. If he's not playing on Saturday somewhere here in a couple of years. Oh, Charlie he, White. He is very composed. Yeah. He loves the corners. Yeah, I'm talking. He he ate them up in these the corner of the end zones last night. He's only a junior. Too. He's only a junior, right? But he, I'm talking. Every time he would throw that corner route, those receivers went up over top of the defenders mm-hmm. and pulled them down. That's so, Coach Woody. Yes, Coach Woody. I mean, if he, if he gets you on the ropes, he he really pushes. Yeah. No, and you know, and Lord Botetourt had flashes last night. Yeah. That you're seeing the old Lord Botetourt, but I think Lord Botetourt. Lost a lot of leadership last well, year. They lost a, a whole college football team. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. that's exactly. what they lost. Yeah. You know, so you lost a lot of leadership <laughs> yeah, last year. Yeah. And I and I think it's going to take, you know, Coach Hartless, uh, you know, a, a while to get, you know, everything. Hey, he's a great coach. He, 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 he will get them turned. He'll get them turned back around. But last night, EC Glass, boy, I tell you, they looked really good early. Yeah. And so this is this is going to be a fun season for ECI. Yeah. So, All right, guys. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say for the listeners, anytime you hear Coach say, let me tell you something, then that's <laughs> when you really need to clue in about, exactly. you know, something big <laughs> exactly. is so, about to happen. Something big is yeah. about to happen. Nice call out. But those right. death bells. Whew. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that that's a little bit of about Friday night, last night, some of the games. Hey, listen, don't worry. We've got a second hour here. So I know we haven't got to our interviews yet. We will get to them. Uh, stay with us, but uh, we're going to take a, a quick break here. Um, but you're listening to Crunch Time, and stay with us. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Roanoke, Beach Blast has been extended through August. Beach Blast only happens once a year. Due to inventory shortages, we've decided to continue this sale for another month. Everything will be on sale during this event. With rates as low as 0% APR and rebates up to $2,500, the deals have never been better. Plus, coming off a record month in July, we have a great selection of local trades, many under $10,000. Beach Blast has been extended, so come take advantage of our biggest sale of the year. And remember, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. 
Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch for this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop. I'm Brambleton. Hey, Berman Clark here from Inaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish. Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins. Wake up to what's possible. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com. Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Got a great show today, man. I've enjoyed it. We've had a lot of discussion. 
a lot of, and we got we got some interviews coming up here shortly. Hey, I want to talk about the Salem Civic Center, though. Those fine folks over there, I tell you what, they put together a great program, and we have a lot of talent uh, come through here, and it's it's great that um, that they pull them in there and give us an opportunity to see them. Uh, you know, we're kind of a crossroads between uh, a lot of the major markets like New York or D.C. and Charlotte, and those folks come through here, and they love performing for us. So just a few things coming up. September 12th, there's Cody Johnson country singer who's coming up the tickets are on sale now uh fantastic you like country music and i know a lot of us do uh this guy's really good uh friday october 15th i'll call out the strongman there's a strongman uh competition that's always a lot of fun those guys mm. you talk about being able to lift a building uh but that's uh friday and saturday october 15th and 16th and that's like an all-day thing it's like 8 30 to 5 30 but if you want to see real power, real strength, you got to get over to that. And then Rodney Carrington, November yes. 12th, Friday, November 12th. Coach and I keep talking about this yeah. guy. Not for little children. <laughs> Not for little children. <laughs> no. No, but I mean, he, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a, uh, certainly a, uh, great, to, uh, great to take in uh, for an adult. All right, so let's get to our interviews. Again, I, Coach Alex Wilkins, head coach at Christiansburg. I got a chance to talk to him. Uh, and let's hear from Coach Wilkins. First of all, since it was such a short season and it was a spring season, let's talk a little bit about last year's team because I don't think those guys got enough credit. That was a pretty darn good team. Can you talk a little bit about uh, that group? Yeah. Um, you know, our 2020 version of, of Christianburg football was, well, I mean, they were a solid team. Didn't have a lot of seniors. Really only had two or three guys that, that contributed, you know, on the, at the varsity level in their career. But they were just great kids. You know, we were really proud of, of, of how they competed. You know, we played some really, cl- you know, tough games. You know, anytime you take Christenberg and you say, hey, you're only playing your district schedule, well, you know, all of a sudden you've got <laughs> everybody, you know, four, four six of your schedule there becomes 4A and 5A schools. So, you know, we understand that, you know, a good year for us is competing against those big schools, you know, trying to win those things. Obviously, you know, on paper, uh, you know, we're not supposed to, to be, you know, a, a 5-0, 6-0 team if we're just playing a district schedule. Not that that's not our goal and that's not, you know, I circled Salem when I got the job here. You know, I knew where we were as a program at that time. But, you know, you take the top person in your in your district and you say, hey, I want to go beat those guys. So you right. do what you got to do to to try to compete with them. So that's our goal every year. We were proud of our team. They played well last year. You know, obviously we, we ran into a buzzsaw in, in our first round game uh, as a tough draw, you know, against LB. They're obviously very talented and, and uh, you know, we had our issues in that game and we wish we competed a little bit at a higher clip there. But, you know, very proud of those guys and we were excited to, to be able to play with them. Yeah. When you get to the playoffs, some of it's the luck of the draw. And sometimes if you can get one game under your belt and get to the next one, you know, you got a better chance. But that you certainly was a good Botetot team that, that went all the way to the state finals last year. But um, all right. So let's talk quick about this year's team um you know i'm hearing some great reports i haven't gotten a chance personally to see you guys scrimmage or anything but i know you've got a a a running back that that's standing out pretty good you got a quarterback that's playing well and like you said uh, a lot of those young guys grew up last year against some really good competition can you just talk a little bit about uh this year's team yeah i mean i think the key word there is is you know just experience for the first time i can you know say that you know we our kids are playing on pace um what i mean by that is 
you know, we don't have a bunch of sophomores playing varsity football. You know, your goal, you know, if you look at Salem, you know, they'll every now and again, and, you know, Pulaski's of the world, you know, every now and again you'll see a sophomore or freshman on their roster if they're really, really talented, but they're playing you against juniors and seniors. Um, and if you're having to fill holes with guys that don't have a bunch of experience, it's just tough to compete against that, that experience level. So, you know, it's the first time I feel like we're really playing on pace. You know, we've got one sophomore that's playing consistently for us, and that's not out of necessity per se. It's just because he's really talented. So, um, you know, we're excited about that. Um, and our kids know our system. They know our standards, at least those very well. So, you know, we have uh, the confidence that, that, you know, we can play with anybody. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about this, but I want to I want to get on air with it. Um, so your offense, your offense, when I'm talking to other coaches and they're scouting you or they're even talking about other opponents, a lot of times they they compare it to Christiansburg, to you and what you guys do, because you're a for lack of a better term, I'll say a hybrid. You, you do a lot of different things. Can you tell us about your offense? I mean, it's it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, you know, we so we kind of take a lot of pride in that word, um, hybrid, and, you know, it kind of means that you're able to do, you know, a couple things really well, you know. So when I took this job back in 2017, like, I was very aware of, you know, what Christianburg had done in the past, and I, I think that some of that, some of that that you're hearing about, it's not quite like Christianburg, is, you know, they think about, when I took the job, when you hear Christianburg, you think, you know, Tim Crum or Wing T. Yep. You know, and my goal when I got the job here was not to come in and change everything, come in here and find out what your program does well, what are your kids used to, um, and if they do it well, continue to let them do it well, and then add in things that, you know, that I feel like I do well or bring to the table or the coaches that I bring in. So, you know, I brought a lot of experience throwing the football, not that we were a throw first team at Glenver, but, you know, you know, I played receiver, played DB, understand the angles and the leverage that goes along with that. So, you know, I, my goal was to bring in the experience, the ability to run the football, have misdirection on offense, have wing T formations where you get good at favorable angles, but there's not a position that we put out there that's eligible that can't catch the football. So we try to put him in position to do that. I mean, you take, for instance, our, our one of our wings, Drew Lloyd, you know, we think he's probably one of the best pass receivers in our area as well. When, you know, maybe, you know, Tim Cromer version of the offense, you know, he would have been a primary ball carrier. But our quarterbacks can throw really well. Um, they've got good arms. Um, all of our receivers can catch. Everybody can block. So, you know, we just try to be diverse in our skill set as we work really hard at that. And, and we hope that that allows us to uh, put a product out there that's hard to defend. Because we're not that we, we know the clientele in our in our school. You know, we're not going to be the most athletic team every year. So um, we're every every Friday night. So our goal is to be able to both run and pass so that. You know, if we're hybrid on offense, that means that they have to be able to defend both the run and the pass on defense. So it puts people in conflict. So, you know, that's our goal. So I, I hope that's what they're talking about when, when they say Christenberg offense. <laughs> but, um, you know, you know, we do we do take pride in that word. I tell you, Coach Wilkins, he's so much fun to, to talk with and young coach and really a talented coach. Uh, they're really good this year. I'm, I'm interested to see what the Blue Demons are going to do. All right, we got a few more scores in. You know, some of these scores are hard to find. Jimmy, you had a few more scores to add to to our list? Yeah, speaking of the Blue Demons. So we got Christiansburg 52, Floyd 0. We had Allegheny County 43, Roanoke Catholic 6. And we had Liberty Bedford 33, Williamburg 28. So sorry I missed those when we went through the first time. Yeah, it's tough to keep up with them. I mean, yes. you know, they're, they're 38 teams is a lot. All right, so now another interview that I did this week was with Coach Brad Lutz at uh, William, William Bird's top man, uh, third year at, at Bird. And... Uh, what a what a what a nice man, uh, great coach. So let's uh, let's hear from Coach Lutz. 
The first thing, Coach, I want to ask you, you know, last year was such an odd year. You know, a short season in the spring, but I'm not sure we gave enough love to those teams last year. And you, you had your son play. You had a, you had a good team last year that uh, really did well. You want to say a couple things about that team last year before we talk about this year? Absolutely. That, that team will always be very special to me because a lot of the kids that played on that team a lot of the kids that contributed to that team didn't play before we got here. So we worked really hard to get them out and get them ready to play the game. Some of them had played football before. Some of them we recruited off the basketball court, off the, the track, and off the baseball field. So it was rewarding to see in such a quick turnaround in two years to get those guys into a good place. Um, I thought we had a quality football team uh, that played really hard uh, in, a, in a really, really good district. And, again, they will always be a special part of my coaching journey because yeah. they really bought into us when we got here um, and really kind of finished in a good place. You know, if you don't win the state championship, you usually go out on a loss. Yeah. And our guys were able to get a win in our plus one game against a, a really good Wilson Memorial team who going in that game had a, had a better record than ours. And we took the, that game down on the road. So we had a, you know, a long trip down to Augusta County and our kids um, we're able to close out the season on a win, which to me is one of the best feelings as a high school player is to leave the game with a win. And yeah. that, that doesn't happen all the time. Um, but I will say this, and the people who have been around the game a long time will understand it was a surreal moment because when we, when, when we walked off the field for the last time, I felt like our coaching staff had kind of kept the promise to them that we said, hey, come invest in us and we're going to invest in you. So it was it was a great opportunity as a program for growth. Um, and it was a great opportunity for the young players in our team that they have handed the, their legacy to to continue something special. Yeah, that's great. I, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. So now this year's team, obviously, it looks like you're pretty young, but a lot of I'm, I'm seeing a lot of good-looking athletes out there. What? What? Tell me a little bit about this this year's team. What? What the expectation is? Well, you know, we we're really excited about this year's team. I know patience has been the word that's come out in the, in our coach's office the most. Uh, we're going to potentially start, play, or rotate, you know, 12 to 13 freshmen and sophomores combined. Wow. Um, and, then in, and then on top of that, we've got a very small junior class who is invested in us um, and who have worked really hard to get to this spot um, to kind of lead a young team. It, it, you know, every team is different. Every team has a different story. Our junior, I mean, our seniors, while they are small in number, they have a significant you know, responsibility now. They they have to bring a young team along and be great mentors. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like in wins and losses. That's sure. not what we're, we're focused on right now. We're focused on our own growth within our team. But for us to have those kids have a different opportunity to be leaders of a much younger team. But I can tell you, I'm excited about the kids we have in our program. It, it's tough being us. It's tough being a high school football player. We've got you know 61 kids in our program right now. When we got here, it was 17. So we've got 61 kids, that, and that's not kids that you know. 40 of them came to weightlifting, and the other one showed up on the first day of practice. That's 61 kids who were invested in another sport in season and lifting, or kids that were just lifting and then worked their way through the summer as well. So I'm very proud of where we're at. We've got a tremendous amount of work to do, but I'm excited about where we're going. And like you said, I mean, you're in a tough district. I mean, I think some of these districts around here are as tough as they get. Mm -hmm. If you can make it through it and, and get to the, you know, the playoffs, you actually, I, I think you're pretty battle-tested. Right. You know, and these young guys are going to grow up. But uh, So your first, you know, your first game 
is against Liberty Bedford. Mm -hmm. Coach Watts over there does a really good job. But I think that's a pretty good matchup for both you guys. I, I think it is, too. I've got a tremendous amount of respect for Coach. I mean, my very first game as a head football coach at Broadway High School was against Liberty. And um, I know the tradition he has built there. He's been there a long time. You know, guys like him don't come around very long where they, they're in one place for a long time, invested not only in the school and the football program, but that community as a whole. They have a blue-collar kid. They play football hard. They, like us, have a very tough district, so they don't have weeks off just like we don't have weeks off. Um, so I saw them on film against, you know, Franklin County, and I saw them on film against Northside, two incredibly talented, talented teams, one a 6A playoff team that's got, you know, twice as many kids as anybody around here in, in the <laughs> school, and another one who I think is, is very talented in Northside. And they, they did a good job against both of those teams. So um, they had a rough rough year last year and i think a lot of that is based off covid not the, the lack of tradition or lack of talent they have there i just think you know people struggled you know and on top of that they got a district schedule that's brutal so they're going to be excited i think the one thing about coming out the first week of the season is everybody's undefeated so regardless of how you ended last year every kid on the on the in a football field friday night this week is going to be fighting for an undefeated week and, and they're in the same boat we are um they've got a young team too and um, it's going to come down to, like, what, what young kids step up the most. I think the seniors on both teams are ready to play. I tell you what, I, you know, uh, Coach Lutz, uh, he, he gets it and, uh, you know, uh, doing a good job over at William Byrd. Um, you know, and, and you know, it's funny because he came from Broadway, and, you know, he says that the, the communities are similar, which mm -hmm. is interesting. You know, you kind of gravitate to what you know. Okay. Um, all right, but so now – now we're up to one of my favorite parts of the show, the Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches and Players segment. Uh, today we uh, we highlight Coach Dave Christ, former Blacksburg head coach. Uh, football field's named after him at Blacksburg over there. And his son is now, Michael Christ, is now the head coach at Radford. So uh, let's give a listen to Coach Christ. With uh, retired Blacksburg coach uh, Dave Christ. You know, some coaches, they, they game plan all week, and then that's it. I mean, if it works, they win, and they're happy. If it doesn't work... They kind of settle on it and, and they stay. But, but some of the, what I've observed is some of the most successful coaches, especially at halftime, can go in and, and maybe talk to their kids or talk to the coaches up in the press box or whatever. Maybe they're talking during the whole game, but they're making adjustments. And, and so was that, a, was that a gift of yours too? Were you, were you pretty good at on the fly adjusting? Because you, you, the teams you played against when you were coaching were – we're good. I mean, you oh, tough competition, and you guys were good too. I think we were re really good at, at game preparation. Uh, we didn't have to make a lot of halftime adjustments, uh, and if we needed to, uh, it was usually because we couldn't handle our opponent like we thought we could, in the way we thought we could. So we did make, you know, some halftime adjustments, probably defensively more than offensively. You know, I don't think there's a lot you can change offensively at halftime in 15 minutes and have the kids understand what it is that you want them to do. You can change uh, a blocking scheme for one or two people, but to take all six of those linemen or five if you're a spread team, and totally change what you're doing, ain't gonna happen huh. and be successful. You know, it one out of ten times maybe. Well, I would think probably your kids would look at you and go, 
are we are we bailing on who we are maybe sometimes too when you do that kind of if you try that kind of stuff they're like if it works they're okay this is what we need to do if it doesn't work and you've you've had success up to that point you know in their minds it's why right so back to why the did, why. why why did you know why did we make that change and and it's legitimate thoughts that they had absolutely so were you a, a coach that you know were you a coach that that listened to your players a lot while what was going on in the heat of battle or were you more focused on you know okay you know my my group of coaches with me we've game planned this and we're going to make adjustments but I, I talked to some coaches and they're like hey you know I wanted to hear the kids tell me what was going on out there and uh and some coaches are like you know in the heat of battle sometimes you know you, you've got to push all that aside and just focus on on what needs done is was there any particular style you had with that I think it depended on which player was making this making the suggestions if it was somebody who understood uh, you know the game plan and what we had worked on all week and and had some experience uh, particularly linemen I mean they're the uh, more experienced linemen offensively and defensively too uh, they pick up on things, you know, and they can make adjustments. And they know also, you know, you have more than one way of attacking a particular area. And, you know, they may say, Coach, <laughs> what, we're, what we worked on didn't work, and, you know, can we try such and such? Hmm. Um, and I would usually listen to those, you know, particularly if they were experienced, you trust them, they understand now a first time player I'm probably not <laughs> so they had to earn their stripes so to speak you know they had yeah. to they had to have some experience well, where they could recognize I always felt like you have to you have to give the kids some ownership you know and if you if you don't ever listen to them they're probably not listening to you so it's a mirror I mean you're looking in the yeah, yeah and that you, they've got to see in you what you want them to, to be and, to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, I say that, you know, and I think that was something that we as a staff were pretty attuned to that, you know, if, if you're a linebacker who's calling the defense on the field and making the adjustments on the field based on formation or whatever, if you're not going to listen to his suggestions, they're going to blow you off. And how does that, a lot of times it affects the other players. If that's the leader on the field, does it, doesn't it affect the other players around him? Uh, if he's not getting any traction with his perspective, if he's earned it, yeah. does, it does it affect the other, the other players? Or? I don't know. Yeah. I never thought of it in that way. Huh. Um, you know, your, your leader's always going to battle. You know, even if you're not listening to him, you know, if you're on the sidelines and you're not listening to him, he's going to battle because that's what leaders do. And it doesn't matter whether you're working for Kroger's, uh, whether you're on the battlefront. You know, the leader's always going to, he's always going to battle. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, they win the battle. Sometimes we don't win enough battles. <laughs> I understand. Uh, you know, throughout the game. Um, but you, your leader's always going to battle. I tell you, I loved listening to Coach Dave Christ. Uh, I mean, listening to that uh, leaders 
and and what they do and how they react. I mean, it's just great, great stuff. All right, so we're gonna go on. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have Coach Brad Bradley from Heritage. So stay with us. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins. Wake up to what's possible. Hey, Roanoke, Beach Blast has been extended through August. Beach Blast only happens once a year. Due to inventory shortages, we've decided to continue this sale for another month. Everything will be on sale during this event. With rates as low as 0% APR and rebates up to $2,500, the deals have never been better. Plus, coming off a record month in July, we have a great selection of local trades, many under $10,000. Beach Blast has been extended, so come take advantage of our biggest sale of the year. And remember, Haley has it for less. Bellasinos caters. Whether it's for the office or family, business or pleasure, Bellasinos can turn any occasion into an event to remember. Party platters, fresh garden salads, wings, nachos, pizza, pasta, drinks, desserts, and much more. Bellasinos has it hot, fresh, and ready for your gathering. So when you need catering done just right, call Bellasinos. Locations in Roanoke and Botetot. That's Bellasinos, pizza grinders, and catering. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. We've got Coach Brad Bradley with the Heritage Pioneers. Coach, are you on the line? Yes, sir. Hey, great to hear from you. I tell you what, uh, you want to talk about a dynamic guy. Coach Brad Bradley is so much fun to watch his teams. And, and um, you know, I'm told that's the kind of player you were, too. Uh, when you were on the field, uh, things happened. Uh, is that accurate, Coach? That was a long time ago, man. <laughs> you know, that was, I graduated in 1992. Uh, you know, one of my best friends is Trey Wilson, and uh, now his son plays quarterback for Salem High School. Oh, wow. Uh, so, you know, but I've just, uh, you know, I, I think that I've, I've tried to take this the, the, the same, um, you know, approach at high school, college, and, and in coaching is you just, if you're going to be a player, be the best player you can be, live everything on the field, if you're going to be a coach. Be the best coach you can be, and do everything you can to put your team in, uh, in the right position to succeed. 
Oh, that's fantastic. All right, so I just want to ask you a few questions. I, we're using uh, uh, your your knowledge and uh, the, this part of the show. Uh, here in a second, we're going to talk about guys that you have playing in college right now. But before we do that, you got a big win last night over William Fleming. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that win? I mean, that that was a battle. Yeah, you know, right, right now, and I said it going into the game, I think, you know, William Fleming coming off last year, the state semifinal run, uh, getting beat by Stonebridge, they got something you can't buy and you can't sell, and that's confidence. Yeah. And, uh, you know, their quarterback is a dynamic kid. You know, he, he gets out of the pocket. He does some things that, that, that are just really amazing. Um, you know, and, and I think Coach Lovelace and his staff there with Coach Gardner and Coach Robinson, they've done a great job. You know, they've taken some of the same things that they used to do at EC Glass, and we played them year in and year out over here in the Seminole, and, and, and they're uh, in, implementing them there at uh, William Fleming. And, you know, there's no secret that they coach uh, Lovelace is one of the best young head coaches, you know, in the area, and, and, and he's going to be getting even better. And, and uh, you know, last night was definitely a hard fall game for a lot of reasons. One, you know, Fleming's a really good football team. Two, neither one of us had the second scrimmage. Well, they had a second scrimmage. They didn't have the first scrimmage, but I guess both of us had one scrimmage going in. Right. Uh, it was a very hot night, and, and that showed with both teams. We didn't have that extra game conditioning. And people could say what they want about preseason conditioning and, you know, all the county fairs and all those kind of things. But the only way you actually get in game shape is to play games. And we were both one scrimmage short in terms of the game conditioning. So that showed last night. Uh, you know, there were some hands on the hips, hands on the knees uh, type thing. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, we, we, we made a ton of mistakes. <laughs> we did not play very well. Huh. Um, but we found a way to win a football game. Yeah. Well, and then that's 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 the key, you know. You got to get you got to get out of there with a W, and uh, that, but that's great, great insight there. All right, so I don't want to keep you on too long, but I, the one thing that we're really excited about in the second part of our show now is um, talking about players uh, who've graduated and they've gone on to play and are playing in colleges, you know, around Virginia or around the country. And I know you've got a laundry list of of guys and. And I'm not going to try to make you list them all, but we'd love to hear. You know, one guy I always think of, one of my favorites is um, is Lala. Uh, you know, uh, Elijah Davis, uh, Lala over at uh, ODU. And, and he's the man over there right now, right? Yep. Yeah, as far as I know, he's the number one running back. Uh, you know, he, he's now, I guess, with a sophomore year when he had that red shirt year that didn't, didn't take away his COVID year. So, right. you know, uh, you know, I, I'm looking for, you know, we're looking for huge things coming out of him. Uh, you know, obviously he is a record uh, holder here in Virginia for a couple of records rushing. He, you know, he led us to the state or the <clears throat> state runner up in 2017. Um, but yeah, from what I understand, the coaches are high on him. He's the number one running back and he's set to have a, a, a big year. But you guys, you got guys all over the place. Can you just list a few and, and some of the schools? Well, you know, a couple of them will be facing off against each other at, at the uh, Liberty Campbell game this year. Um, Chris Megason will be starting corner for Liberty, and uh, Caleb Snead will be starting receiver for Campbell. Oh, wow. That's and cool. Caleb, Caleb, his sophomore year, his freshman and sophomore year, had an outstanding season at Campbell. Um, he missed last year the COVID year. He did a surgery on one of his shoulders, uh, so he took a medical redshirt year on his uh, COVID year, even though it didn't count against him. But uh, 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 Snead, Caleb, has had a, a tremendous career so far, and I think he's still got two really good years. Chris Megason, you know, started last year and started and played a lot the year before that. So those are two young men, uh, you know, before those kids at, at Liberty, Frankie Hickson ended up being one of the, the most uh, perfect running backs in uh, Liberty history. He set about three records as he came out of there. Uh, right now, currently, we also have Kyron Thomas playing at Wingate. 
We have Vontae Pinnell uh, playing at Concord. Um, you know, we have um, uh, two kids from last year's team, uh, uh, Brownjo Horsley, sorry, and Emerson Coleman, and they're playing at a, a MIT uh, prep school uh, down in uh, like a junior college yeah. in the, near uh, Miami, Florida. Oh, wow. Um, and we try to think uh, what else we have. Um, I think that's it. I think that's, 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 the, that's the kids we have right now. Um, I think Keyshawn Colbert uh, graduated two years, two years ago. He's at Ferrum. Um, but I think, that, I think that's, that's pretty much what we have right now uh, playing. You know, we had some kids, uh, you know, they've graduated, obviously, so on and so forth. But, you know, my thing is all these kids nowadays get, get caught up in this Division One, Division One, Division One. Yeah. And, and that's great. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, there's not a whole lot of Division One kids that come through this area. I mean, true Division One kids. I've coached this game for 26 years. Um, we've won some football games in my, in my career. Um, I've had one kid as a Power Five kid, and that was Cedric Pyramid. And uh, he played for the University of Virginia and ended up playing for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you know, that, that's it. That's my only kid. You know, now I've got seven or eight that have played Division One, And when I say Division One, that's ODU, that's Liberty, you know, that's Campbell. Uh, you know, that's some of these places. But, man, I've had a ton of kids play Division Two, And uh, there's not a lot of difference between Division Two and Division One. They still get scholarships. They still get money. Um, they still get to play the sport they love. They still get an opportunity, most importantly, to get an education. <clears throat> but it's just not maybe in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. It might only be in front of, like, 7,000 people one day. Um, and also, I don't, want to, I don't want to forget, I'm sorry, right off the bat, Jabari Blake yeah. is also a quarterback there at uh, Delaware State. Sorry about that. He came off of a uh, hamstring industry, did not play the short season, but he'll be back this year as a, as a sophomore and uh, looking for him to compete for the starting job. Sorry about that. But, you know, everybody's caught up in D1, D1, D1. And, and you know, D1 is what it is, man. I mean, you you got to have the right look. you got to look the part. Uh, you you, you got to have, uh, you know, the, obviously the grades and those kind of things. That's great. But if you're not – you can be the best player in the state of Virginia – but if you're not six foot four, six foot three, six foot two as a wide receiver, it doesn't really matter. You're going to probably not be a big D1 dude. When right. I say D1, I'm talking about power five D1. Uh, right, let's say Elijah Davis, probably one of the best running backs to come out of this state. But he was five nine, and that hurt him a little bit. And you know, uh, he had one um, forty time in a camp or something like that. It was kind of slow. And as soon as some some people heard that, they kind of pulled off on him. And this is a young man that that had, you know, as much rushing yards as anybody in the state of Virginia. His, his uh, senior year, he was 3,761 touchdowns. Wow. And, and got offers from, from JMU, which is a great university, Liberty, which is a great university, <clears throat> and Old Dominion, which is a great university. Did not get a Power 5 offer until 5.30 a.m. on signing day <laughs> because Tech had two kids that canceled on them. Right. So, you know, it, 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 people got to understand that Division One is a business. If you are not, if you're not that mold and that size, all right, then you, you're probably going to have to really work really, really hard to, to get D one. Um, and here's the thing, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Football, football. I played at Glumble State College in West Virginia for Rich Rodriguez, which yep. you know end up going to going to coach big time football. But I'm going to tell you right now, the experiences I had there, playing four years, was unbelievable. And here's what we tell kids, and unfortunately, we don't have all of them finished, you know, when they go to school. But we tell our kids this, if you're going to commit to go to school, then don't waste your time, their time, and and, and spend your four years there. Because there's nothing better in life for me. And, you know, I'm sure there are, but it's in the top five of my 
that I can say I'm a college football player and I played my four years in college football. Yeah. I'm proud of that because you got to be tough mentally, physically, emotionally, and it prepares you for life. And I, I think that's what people don't understand. You know, there's only 1% of kids that start playing football that go to the NFL, but 100% of them go into the workforce. So, you know, it, it's, it prepares you to be a better father, to be a better husband, and those kind of things. Coach Bradley, it's Coach Leftwich. Let me ask you a quick question. Let's get back to the high school side real quick. With, the, with this spring season and then all of a sudden into a fall season, what did you guys have to do different this year? Because you lost some leadership there, and then all of a sudden, you know, just a couple of months later, you're back to another season. Yeah, you know, this is probably uh, – this is a biggest transition for us because we lost a lot of guys. You know, in, in terms of our defense, we're a new roster. Uh, we're only returning three on defense this year. We're returning six on offense. Um, and it definitely, like you said, you lose your leadership – when you lose your leadership in November, December, and they graduate, nah, not a big deal. You have January, February, March, April, May, June, July to build that leadership. Right. But when you lose your leadership in April, late April, when we got beat in the uh, regional championship game against LCA in late April, April 16th, 17th, you take a week or two off there, then you come back. Really, you only have May, June, July to build your leadership, and, you know, your younger kids, so on and so forth. And then you take that we have multiple sport athletes with baseball, track, and those kind of things. You know, our track team did not finish in the state championship until June 18th. Uh, we had nine football players that ran track and that were participating that day. Um, so here's what it was. It, it was a huge balance between, height. we want to work these kids. We want to get in shape. We want to get them to work. But A, but B, we want to make sure they get some rest. We want to make sure we don't burn them out. We want to make sure that they also get to enjoy the experiences of track and the experiences of baseball and all those kind of things. So it was as a coach that, you know, football coaches are anal. They want the kids there all the time. They want this to happen. They want that to happen. You had to kind of put that on the shelf and you just had to kind of take your own advice that you tell your kids, we've got to adapt and overcome. Well, coaches had to adapt and overcome. You had, you get, you had to quit being egotistical that I got to have this kid here and I got to have this kid there. You know what? Baseball needs this kid right now. Track needs this kid right now. And that's what we got to do. And we played on the other end. You know, we've always been taking the basketball players. Basketball players had to come out late. When we make the playoffs, well, this year, when basketball teams made the playoffs, football teams got them late. Mm. Um, we did not get a full team practice in the spring until really the week of our third game. Uh, we went into our first game and didn't even have the whole team at practice, not one day. I had basketball quarantine for eight days. I had track kids still running track that were going to track practice first thing coming to football. So, you know, but we had to find a way, and that's what we did. Yeah, and uh, real quick, because I know we're up against the clock here, talk to me about the Seminole District real quick. In my opinion, probably one of the toughest in the state, if not one of the best in the state right now. Talk to me about just your district here. I've always said this is the SEC of of high school football in the state of Virginia, (laughs) and I think I agree with you. I think it is the best. Year in and year out. Some years we're down, some years it is what it is. But, you know, just let's take this year in particular. You know, you got uh, LCA, which is coming off a district championship. Um, you know, they have an advantage that, unfortunately, you know, I, nobody else has. They, they can recruit, and they do recruit. Um, and, it, and it's a situation that, that it's kind of crazy, but they're going to be a really good football team this year. Uh, Brookville coming back with second in district last year. Uh, they, they got a lot back. There's a quarterback back. They got a couple kids. Got their running back back. I think they're set to have a big year. You know, I feel like we have enough back that we can compete in that top three. Um, and then you got Amherst. Amherst is going to be a really good football team this year. Uh, they ended the year very strong last year. I think that they're going to be a team that's going to surprise some people. And then you take Coach Torrance, you know, my, 
uh, defense coordinator that we had there, and he was a head coach at Northside for the longest time. He's going to make Rustburg better, you know, right away. So they're going to be a team that's going to be better. You saw where Liberty beat William Bird last night. So, you know, they're, they're, they're better. I think uh, Jefferson Forest is getting up there. I mean, it, it's, just a, it, it's just a stacked uh, district. And, and I'll tell you what about this district that's different. This district is about physicality. It is a physical district. And it's sometimes not who has the most talent in this district. And trust me, I know I've been in it now for 10 years. It's about who can survive. Right. If you can, you can avoid injuries and you can come through the season, you know, relatively healthy and, and you've got a strong team and you're in those top three, you've got a chance to win the state championship. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like that this is just a very physical. I think it's got some of the best coaches in the state of Virginia. Um, and every year it seems to get better and better and better. Yeah, and Coach, uh, EC Glass knocked off Lord Botetot last night. Yes. Beat him pretty good. I, I, I left off. Yeah, left off glass, and, you know, Coach Woody, you know, they had a down year last year, but I don't really take – if you look at what happened to glass last year, you cannot put that on Coach Woody or even the UC Glass football players. Number one, they were young. Number two, they were quarantined after the first week. Uh, they were quarantined for two weeks. They missed two games there. They had another situation later on in the season. You know, I'll be honest with you, that whole – and I'm not taking anything away from the teams that succeeded, but with some programs, you kind of put last year on the shelf and yeah. call it an, an experience year. Now, some teams got through it, and that's great. That's what it's all about. You got One team's going to figure it out, <laughs> and yeah. that's what happened, yeah. uh, you know, with Lafayette and Division Three. But, you know, it, it's just one of those situations with us that, you know, um, it, it was just one of those situations that some teams just have to put it on the shelf and move on. Yeah. Coach, uh, that, that's uh, you're listening to Coach Brad Bradley with the Heritage Pioneers, the, the head man there. Coach, thanks so much for your time. Great insight. I tell you, we really love this part of the show where we're going to talk about these – these kids that have graduated and playing at all levels of, of college football. But you, you, you really brought out some some great points, and we really appreciate your time today. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I, I'm going to tell you what this is all about. And I got a kid named Matt Barber played for me at William Campbell, graduated back in 2006 and played at UVA Wise and is now has six kids. And, you know, something he said to me the other day, he said, Coach, my work ethic, my life, was based on football. Uh, I learned every life lesson either in high school or college. So, I mean, this is a special port, sport that we coach and we play. And, uh, you know, it, it's an awesome opportunity to get to be involved with it every day. So we appreciate you guys, too. Thank you for everything you guys do. And uh, looking forward to another year of crunch. All right. Have a great season, Coach. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Wow, I tell Very you nice. what, man. You know, Coach Bradley brings it. I mean, yeah. he's just, you know, full of energy and and uh, all right, so you know we want to uh, we want to get into uh, the the back end of our show now. You know, I we got to leave some time here. One of my favorite parts is uh, obviously uh, uh, the Jimmy thing. Yes. And so you know we're gonna we're gonna roll right into that, Coach. Should we give him a little? You know, it's time for the Jimmy thing. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. There, there you go. We- <laughs> Guys, it's it's still sounding great. Still sounding great. All right, so the Jimmy thing uh, is entitled uh, Knighton. Yes, and I know that's not a real word, but last (laughs) night at the season opener for Hidden Valley and Cave Spring, this was a real word for one family at the game. In a game that is usually the last regular season game for these two Southwest County rivals, this season it would be the season opener. And yes, it still had all the excitement that it always had over the past seasons. But this year... But this year's game saw a unique matchup that has not been seen. And that matchup was Haley Deeds 
the new principal at Cave Spring High School, <laughs> and that would be versus John Michael Deeds, her husband, the athletic director for Hidden Valley. This husband and wife team love both South- Southwest County schools so much that the new word Knighton is on the license plate, and that's a combination of Knights and Titan. So I thought that was such a cool thing. Uh, when I asked Mrs. Deeds if there was any side bets between her and her husband, she smiled politely and <laughs> said no. Uh, the beauty of all this was it truly was a win-win for both schools just to be able to play again with a full stadium with parents, fans, the bands, and cheerleaders. They're taking it all in under those Friday night lights, and that's my Jimmy thing. And again, uh, thanks for the sponsors of the Jimmy thing, which is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. Uh, they have two locations here in, here in the, the area, one being here in Roanoke and the other being in Delville. So when you go in, tell them uh, to thanks, thank you for sponsoring the Jimmy thing, and uh, thanks again to Bellasino's. Oh, great job, Jimmy. Nice. I tell you, Knighton. Yeah. yeah. Knighton. Nighting. They're making words up over there. <laughs> Come on now. All right. So, um, so in this second hour, this this first show, you know, we've been jumping around a little bit, but uh, what we're going to use a good part of the second hour for uh, in the in the weeks to come is we want to talk about, like I said, our high school kids that go on and play high school or college football at different levels. And so, you know, right now we just want to actually Jimmy's going to do it. We just want to list uh, some of the teams that we're going to be watching. Obviously, if we have kids go play big time ball at Alabama or Texas or whatever, we'll call them out. But we really want to love on especially the kids that are playing at all levels here in, sure. in Virginia, West Virginia, all around here. Yeah. So, Jimmy, just um, again, in in shows to come we'll talk about individual players but jimmy just give us a kind of a laundry list of some maybe some of the teams that we're going to be looking at yeah and and, and right now we'll, we'll be looking more locally here so we'll be looking at uh teams such as southern university southern virginia washington lee university randolph macon jmu uh, the liberty flames uh, we'll also have bluefield university uh cnu so uh, those are just some and i will ask a quick uh trivia question to you and coach Uh-oh. uh so just in my brief research thus far yes can you all name and of course again this is just this far right but can you all name um which area college around here right now from my studies shows the most recruits from the crunch area that are playing for them if i had to take a guess Uh-oh. okay i would say liberty how come coach gets to go first well yeah. but no he's not going to give us the <laughs> answer you take i would my guess um, is liberty um I'm I'm gonna say ODU. ODU. Well, you both would be incorrect. So. <laughs> he loves saying that. Yeah. Exactly. So, but but just you know, through my research thus far and looking at the rosters, uh, the school down near my hometown, okay, uh, Emory and Henry College. How about that? Right. Yeah, it shows on their roster right now that they've got about. 28 area kids from really? the crunch area that are down there. That's awesome. Okay. So, yeah, so more to come on that. That's awesome. So, you nice. know, they're getting an education. They're playing the sport that they love. Emory and Henry plays good football. When I think of Emory and Henry right now, I think of Grayson Overstreet. Yes. Who, yep. from Stanton River, went to University of Richmond and transferred to Emory and Henry and lit them up. Got to the right. championship game last year. They lost it to Randolph-Macon, which we have... Some players playing up there. Yeah. Um, so this is the fun part. We're going to talk about this, and we're going to try to keep up with our guys and how they're impacting the year. 
but we've got a lot of schools. You know, even uh, Fork Union and Hargrave, you know, sure. uh, we'll keep an eye on them. Concord and University of Charleston over in West Virginia and some of those guys, uh, we have a lot of players over there. Uh, just a lot of, you know, VMI, William and Mary. I mean, it goes on and on and on. One of the things that I really liked last night, and I saw a lot of pictures on Facebook today, uh, a lot of these kids that are local around the area came home to watch their teams because oh, yeah. really college football really doesn't kick That's off right. until next weekend, even though we've got like five games today, but it doesn't affect us here in the area. Right. So a lot of these players came back to watch their, you know, their Very teams true. playing last night. That's so, great. Yeah, cool to see that. All right, so since we're talking about college football, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a college football top twenty five. Okay, because you know we it impacts us a little bit, and then when we come out of that, we're gonna take a break, and we come back, we're gonna do the five things you need to know about high school football, and then our great eight debate or our great train wreck, as Coach likes to call <laughs> yes. it, because it's my list. So, right. <laughs> all right, so number twenty five right now. Now this is. Uh, you know, there's a lot of lists out there. Uh, number 25 in college uh, before the season starts, Arizona State. Number 24 is Utah. 23 is Louisiana. Yes. Who uh, really had a good season last year, knocked off some people. Uh, Coastal Carolina. We've got some kids from here at Coastal Carolina. We do. Yeah. So they're number 22. Um, 21, uh, Texas. 20, Washington. 19 Penn State. Okay. Penn State comes into Virginia all the time and gets constantly their rating. This constantly thing. getting our yeah. talent here in Virginia. Uh, Iowa's 18, Indiana 17, a couple Big Ten teams together. 16's LSU, 15's uh, Southern Cal, uh, 14, uh, the U, uh, Miami U, man. Always, I tell you what. They're always back. They're always, they're always <laughs> lurking around. Right beside them, uh, number 13, Florida. Uh, 12's Wisconsin, 11's Oregon. Number 10 is North Carolina. Keep an eye on North Carolina. They play both our Virginia Tech Hokies and our UVA Hoos this year. Yes, and I got a feeling they may get a big player out of this state. Mm, I just got a feeling. Oh, here we go. I got a feeling. Mr. Ro- Coach gonna, Rumor. You should have said, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. All right, we'll, we'll stay tuned for that and let you know what we find out. But, you know, this Friday, uh, UNC plays Virginia Tech up here at uh, they do. Uh, Blacksburg. So that, that one could determine a lot of what happens this year in this college is, football. Yeah, this is a huge game. This is something you're ready to just kind of see where we start with this game here. Yep. And I know that Burmeister and everybody like that, they're they're looking for big things out of for Tech this year. Big quarterback so, for them. Yeah, it's a big game to start the season. He can, he can really sling it. So uh, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and then number nine's Notre Dame. They're always in the top ten. Cincinnati, number eight. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they had a great season last year. Number seven, Iowa State. Uh, that coach has done a fine job over there. Number six, Texas A&M. And then these five are always up there. I mean, they're shuffling around. Five is Georgia. Four is Ohio State. Three is Clemson. Right. Two is Oklahoma. And one is Alabama. Alabama got 47 first place votes. Well, sure. Are you kidding me? I mean, just move them to the NFL. It's the system. Put them in the NFL and let us play college football without you can them. Put, you can put any kid at Alabama and he'll win. That's just <laughs> the way the system works. You oh, know. coach. Yeah, no, if, you've, if you're a five-star or a four-star, yep. you go to Alabama, the way that system is set up, you know, you just plug them in and it just works. Yeah. And, boy, the national titles just roll. So, Well, it'll be interesting, you know, they're they're – We'll see if they can do it again. But, uh, but you know, one of the names that's not on the list, and I think right now most polls have them like 27 right now, probably the best team in the state of Virginia, the Liberty Flames. There you go. Yeah. And you want to talk about, you know, they. I know they've got a lot of local young men yes. playing ball for them. But watch the Liberty Flames this year. I think 
Right now, I think Vegas says that they should win nine games this year. Wow, nine. Yeah, nine games. They said their first game that's really significant is the Mississippi State game. Right. And they, they feel like they should be undefeated when they get there. Oh, wow. That's great info. Yeah. All right, so let's take a quick break. and we come back, we'll finish up the show. But you're listening to Crunch Time. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. If you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price, I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow. Financial advisor with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, Roanoke, Beach Blast has been extended through August. Beach Blast only happens once a year. Due to inventory shortages, we've decided to continue this sale for another month. Everything will be on sale during this event. With rates as low as 0% APR and rebates up to $2,500, the deals have never been better. Plus, coming off a record month in July, we have a great selection of local trades, many under $10,000. Beach Blast has been extended, so come take advantage of our biggest sale of the year. And remember, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. 
All right, great, great show today. I tell you, we've had a good time. We've had a lot of, lot going on, a lot of discussion. All right, so uh, Jimmy's got something to say here real quick before I get into the five things you need to know about football. Yeah, my mom always said to give credit where credit was due, so <laughs> I, I don't want to forget uh, to give a shout-out to Coach Groose, uh, the basketball coach over at uh, K-Spring who helped me with my Jimmy thing. So thanks, Coach. Way to go, Coach Groose. He's a friend of Crunch, and we're a friend of his for sure. He does a great job uh, as we cover basketball. But uh, a nice job, Jimmy, yeah. you know, making things right. Exactly. All right, so five things you need to know about football, high school football this week. Number five for me, global warming looks real. Yes. <laughs> Lord Botetourt at EC Glass, that game was moved back to eight to allow the field to cool down. Mm. Uh, not sure if that happened in, anywhere else, but, um, you know, it's it, it's the world we live in. I mean, we right. had to move the game back. We might be playing at midnight one of these days. Well, I know, you know, these temperatures here lately, it's been 7 o'clock and you walk out and it's still 91 degrees. That's right. So, yeah. That's right. Good call. All right, number four. Um, so graduate support. Coach Coach is still in my line. So, I mean, it's like he's reading my notes. So last night uh, I was at the Salem Games. Yes. Um, and I saw the McDonald brothers, Jaden and Jordan there, and now at Virginia, yep. Tech, Virginia Tech. And uh, Kiwan Waller was there on the Salem sidelines supporting the Spartans. And, you know, you can tell yeah. those guys are there because they're like a foot taller. There, but right. <laughs> well, but it's so good to see these it guys is. come back because – you know, the new kids that are coming up through the system, those are the ones you sit there and you go, well, look where they're at. Right. If they're there, why can't I be there? So it gives them something to strive for. That's a good so, point. You know, yeah. I, 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 I turned to one of the McDonald's when I was walking past him and I said, you miss it? And he just grinned and said, you know it. Right. <laughs> you know, it's hard to get high school football it out is. of your blood system. Yeah. So anyways, all right. So number three, COVID watch. Uh, you know, it, it, it's the world we live in. Again, you know, we need to talk about it. You know, Patrick County... Uh, had to cancel their game with Carroll County, uh, which was supposed to be last night, uh, because you know once you haven't something happen, you you've got to lock down and you got to protect the kids. Sure, and we understand that, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing Carroll County certainly uh, one of the crunch teams this year get out on the field and right. uh, and see what they can do. Also, Amherst County, I'm hearing is is kind of on a watch. You know, they were off last night; uh, they were idle the first week, but I understand they're testing some students up there. So okay. again. You know, err on the side of caution. Uh, we right. want to make sure and protect our, our our young people and our and our communities. But um, so we'll you know we'll keep you up to speed on what we know. Yeah, and if you go to these games and you feel like you know set at a distance, you know wear your sure. mask if you need to. And it's look like you said, just be cautious. You know right. that that's what we can tell you right now. But the good thing is you're actually in the stadium watching your kids. Right. So if, you know, if you need to take caution, you know, caution, just be cautious. In well, and it's a golden rule, you know, uh, do unto others as you'd have done unto you. Yeah. I mean, you know, really look out for each other. Sure. All right. Number two. Uh, wow. Week two, these teams are looking for first wins. Right. Salem. Yes. Lord Botetot. Yep. Franklin County. Right. William Fleming. Yeah. Northside. William Bird. Cave Spring. Galax. Mm. Yeah. George with. Blacksburg, just to name a few. Yeah, but a few of those teams ran into the Seminole District. <laughs> just, to, just to let you know, you know. Wow. The SEC of uh, football around here. What's the definition of Homer? You know, you know Jimmy? Uh, I'm going to start using that with Coach Bradley. The SEC of uh, high school football. <laughs> it's a great analogy. A I mean, you know, yeah. you feel strongly about that. Yes. All right, and number one, uh, uh, the best week two matchups. Uh, coming up. So, yeah. you know, you, you like to talk about this sure. stuff, get everybody excited. 
Uh, Heritage of Dinwiddie for me. Yeah. I mean, that one is just, mm-hmm. you know, we just heard from Coach Bradley. Uh, Dinwiddie is always good. They're loaded again. So that one's one to keep an eye on, especially with uh, Heritage being one to know. Franklin County at, at Salem, they're both, you know, looking for their first win. So uh, that's always a physical game, and and they line up well. You know, of course, J.R. Edwards, the coach at Franklin County, was a coach at Salem. Right. His son played at Salem. So it's not like they don't know each other. Sure. So that's an interesting one. I like this Jefferson Forest at Stanton River. Yeah. I mean, Stanton River, you know, played pretty well against William Campbell, got right. the win. Jefferson Forest lost a close one. I think it was 12-9 to to, to Gretna. Right. So, hey, this is one that Bedford County keep an eye on. Well, let me just say, uh, there's a new Overstreet in town. <laughs> wow. This young man looked really good last night. And, boy, to be the uh, – he definitely – you can see who his brother is because yeah. it, it looks – it looks it's in the, the family? Part. Yes. Oh, that's great. Uh, now, this one I, really gets my eye now. I mean, really gets my attention. Rustburg at Appomattox. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Coach Torrance, if he wants to really, uh, uh, you know, send a message, he goes up and 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 gets after Appomattox. Well, if he starts the season what two and zero, yeah, if he beats them, he beats them. Let me tell you, it's gonna get interesting really quick. Yeah, that's right. And I tell you, you want to see sparks fly? Christiansburg at Abingdon. Yeah, mm. uh, that'll be a physical game. Yeah, now, Abingdon was a big winner Friday night. And they got deep in the playoffs. You know, they yeah. eventually ran into Botetot last year, but, I mean, they're always physical. Right. Uh, they played Botetot pretty well. And then Giles at Galax. Yeah. That's my last one. There you mm-hmm. go. So, anyways, there's a lot of great games. Look, you know, look at the schedules. Go out and support the high school teams. Go out and take one in, um, you know. All right, so now we're going to get to the great eight debate poll. Um, I'm telling you. Uh, like I said, you know, my my uh, first two week uh, uh, grade eight de- debate poll was uh, it was a dumpster fire. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's hard to pick when you haven't seen the teams and these, all these teams can recover. All these teams will do great. Right. But um, my my number eight team this week is Glenver. OK, so okay. Glenver, you know, they they got it on Galax and did well. Number seven, Pulaski County, you know, Pulaski County got the win over Northside. Yes. Number six, dropping down uh, a good bit was Lord Botetot. OK, so, uh, you know, we'll see how Coach Harless uh, recovers and how he gets that that team moving in the right direction. And I'm sure they will. Number five, Christiansburg. I still think Christiansburg's a team to watch. OK, I think, uh, you know, we'll find out something about them in Abingdon uh, this this coming week. Right. Uh, number four, Heritage. You know, so to Coach's point, you know, we get, we're seeing a lot of Seminole District uh, yeah. at the top of my. Yes. Uh, number three, Brookville. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two, I only dropped them one spot because of the quality of the opponent. I think they're a good team. I think they'll be there at the end of the end of the season is Salem. Okay. And then number one, LCA. LCA. I tell you, you know, uh, Coach Rocco's got them got them rolling and. Uh, really playing well. So, Coach, what do you hate about that? I know you're going to you are making faces. I don't hate anything of it. Uh, you know, my <laughs> thing is is that I, I think EC Glass could have popped in here. Sure. Somewhere along the line. EC Glass had a good showing last night, and that that's one of the things that if I had to change something, clearly LCA, that's the team to really watch this year. Right. I've got a feeling. And I, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> Jimmy's with me on this one. And so, but I, I think LCA's there. Like you said, Salem, the opponent last night. Yeah. I, I don't think you can take too much away from Salem going, look, 
you know, you played one of the best teams, if not the best team in West Virginia. So good team there. But again, I think that Seminole District is just so heavy right now. I think we've got to keep an eye out on them. It's like the crunch. Jimmy? Tra- or it's like the it's like the coach train, you know? He yep. Just- I agree. Jimmy, what do you think about the Hey, the I just gave you my quick Rocco impression, so I'm I'm all on board on LCA. So <laughs> oh, okay. I tell you, we we really think it's a a, a great season they're going to have. You got a you got that deep voice that. down. Look I like that. it. All right, so man, what a great show. I tell you what, this 2 hours went fast. I yes. mean, you know, coach, maybe we should do 4. <laughs> Hey, I'll get, I'll get my agent on the phone and we'll start negotiating. <laughs> All right. So, but uh, we really appreciate you hanging in there with us. Tune in next Saturday at 10, 10 to noon for Crunch Time. Again, two hour, a two hour show now. Uh, we'll be talking with a, an area coach on the US Cellular Crunch Hotline. We're really enjoying that. Uh, you got to check out our Haley Toyota Legendary Coach interview next week. Uh, those are always a lot of fun. Thanks so much to Chuck Baker and his team over there. Uh, the Crunch Grade 8 debate goes on. Um, so, uh, great show today. Thanks to all you fine people listening. Couldn't do it without you. Special thanks to our listeners. Uh, without you, there'd be no us. For Coach Randy and Jimmy Whitaker, I'm Carl York.